That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Ramey. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. If it's your first time listening, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. If you've been listening for a long time, thank you so much for supporting the show. Good to have you back. Great to be alcohol-free today, I'll tell you that much. And if you're trying to be alcohol-free, you can do it too, I promise. If I can do it, you can do it. Come on. We're going to talk today about six tools to help you when you first quit drinking. I know for some of us, this might seem a little repetitive. Maybe it's a little um, simple. But man, sometimes that's what we need is the simplicity and really just keeping it simple keeping it easy, making it not complicated, which I can tend to do sometimes, complicate the shit out of things, man, we're going to get to that in just a minute, before we do that, be sure to check us out at thatsoberguy.com, you can follow us on Instagram, at thatsoberguypodcast, and then if you haven't joined us in the locals group yet, man, love to have you do that, uh, our Sober Guy Locals community. It's kind of like Instagram meets Patreon. You can help support us there. Uh, You can be part of a growing sober community that is number one, safe. So you can share, you can post, uh, you can like, you can connect. Uh, And then the accountability aspect of it to have some other people in there that are sharing and doing that and motivating each other and help staying accountable. Um, You know, it's a a big part of, of staying sober. Uh, And then in addition to that, have some fun at the same time, because what is life if it ain't fun? Man, I'm all about that. Uh, I think we're just about to hit an active 300 members. We're just right below that. So I'd love to have you join right now. A lot of good people in there. Shout out to all my locals people. Um, Appreciate you guys uh, staying active in there. And uh, I want to encourage you guys too, who are not active in there, you you, you kind of read stuff and maybe you, you throw a like here and there. And I get it, man. Sometimes we just, we want to kick back and just watch and kind of uh, learn as we go. But I want to just say how important it is to, um, to, uh, to share and to post stuff and to have fun and to connect with other people, step out, get, if it makes you uncomfortable to do that, I would challenge you right now, get uncomfortable a little bit. That's when we grow. So if you're in that locals group, number one, thank you for being in there. Number two, man, let's see the the activity go even further in there. Let's put let's start posting and connecting and and uh, and and sharing even more. That'd be awesome. Uh, so if you want to join right now, you're not in there yet. You can download the locals app. It's at either of the app stores or you can go to that soberguypodcast.locals.com and uh, I'll put all those links in the show notes today, uh, so it's easy for you to find. Um, a couple other quick things. Uh, if you want to sign up to be the first notified, get a notification about our new 30 day podcast course. We're about to launch. I'm super pumped on it. It's almost finished. It's called quit drinking dude, the ultimate men's guide to quit alcohol and stay sober for 30 days or more. It's a 30 day podcast course. So you got a podcast a day and then you have some takeaways for each day. We go through things from, um, learning about the mind and, and doing mind exercises to fitness, meditation, and prayer. There's a sober journal involved in there. It's really an awesome thing and I'm super pumped to to launch it here soon. If you want the info as soon as that thing goes live, you can go to thatsoberguy.com, enter your email there 
And then when it launches, you'll be the first to notified, uh, the first to be notified so you can check it out. Uh, once again, all those links will be in the show notes today, so it's easy for you. Uh, and then let's talk about six tools to help you when you first quit drinking. Uh, we're going to keep today's episode short and sweet. I'm going to be right to the point. Um, one thing that I want to mention before this, uh, before I go down this list is um, I actually made some of these notes in our clubhouse meeting. So a friend of mine, Static, uh, and Static is awesome, man. He's been on the podcast uh, a few episodes back. Let me see if I can find which episode it is because I would highly suggest you maybe go back and check it out. Um, where is it here? Dang it, I should have had it. Uh, I should have had it up there. Nine problems. Okay, I'm going to go through these now. The fear of impending doom is bullshit. Celebrating sobriety. There it is. Episode 364, celebrating sobriety, life, and music with special guest static. Um, we've, uh, we've became fast friends, him and I, and he invited me to a platform called Clubhouse. And Clubhouse is, uh, and I'm still fairly new to it. It's, it's massive. I mean, it's worldwide such an amazing platform. It's kind of hard to explain. I'll try to do my do my best to do that and keep it simple. It's almost like a live podcast in a sense or a live meeting. Um, it's only audio. It's only for iOS, for, for iPhones right now. I'm not sure you know if they're working to convert that to an Android platform as well. Um, but there's all kinds of topics. I mean, anything you can possibly think of, there is a room for it, a group for it, where people talk and share and collaborate and connect. And uh, one of the one of the rooms is Sobriety Clubhouse. And we have a sober room in there. Um, it's called, uh, uh, let's see, Spiritual Armor is uh, is the, the name of our specific meeting. And it's not it's not any there's not 12 step based or anything. There's definitely people from 12 step in there. Um, and there's people from all different walks of things that they struggle with. And um, it's been an awesome meeting. We love to facilitate it and hear from all different kinds of people in there, sharing their heart and sharing their thoughts and experience in order just to come together and benefit all of us collectively as a group. Um, it's a great platform. We do the meeting every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, that's 12 Eastern. Good job, Raymer. You can count. Uh, and if, you, if you're interested in that, um, you can check out the Clubhouse app. There, it, there's a certain, it's kind of strange, like, uh, or not strange, it's kind of cool at the same time too. You can only come in by invite. So um, if you're looking for an invite, you want to check it out, you can shoot us an email and we have a couple invites that we can that we can kick out uh, to people. So, um, or if you know someone who's already on Clubhouse, you know, you can, you can, check it out that way as well. Uh, but I bring that up, number one, to to give our meeting a little plug because we'd love to have everybody join in. It's an awesome resource. And then number two, the topic this last week was, what do you do when you're new? And so these were kind of some of the notes that I, that I took and I came up this morning. I said, man, maybe I'll do a podcast on six tools to help you when you first quit. And it kind of brings me back to the beginning as well. So which is super important. It doesn't matter how much time we have. We're all, you know, I'm, I'm one bad decision away from jacking it all up again. So I got to make sure I'm on point that I show up and I put the work in and uh, at least communicate this stuff in, in the best way possible for me. Uh, so these are some of the tools that have been crucial uh, for me. Um, the first one is identifying your why. Why do you want to cut alcohol out of your life? Um, you know, pretty simple question. And, and maybe you don't know why. Maybe it's just, uh, maybe you're tired of being hungover. Maybe you got in trouble. Maybe you lost a job or a relationship. Maybe, 
Um, maybe you're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And for me, my why was a couple of things. Uh, first and foremost, it was my family. It was my daughter at the time. You know, she was two and a half, I think going on three. And I wanted to be the best dad I could be possible, you know, but I wasn't, I wasn't doing that. And I wanted to be, but I just, I couldn't get over the drinking part of things. And it was really destroying me, not letting me grow as a man, as a dad, as a husband. So that was the first why I think at the forefront. And then right behind that or right next to that for me was I really had this burning feeling inside that God had something more for my life. There was more of a path to help people, to learn more about myself as a, as a man, as a dad, um, as a friend, as a husband. Who the hell is Shane Raymer? I didn't know. I had no clue because I had numbed it out for like over 17 years. I was just numb all the time because I was intoxicated all the time. So there was never any growth. They say that people who struggle with addiction and alcohol, they 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 tend to have their growth stunted to around the age that they started abusing the substances at. And so you you can't grow. You can't figure out who you are. You can't learn and continue to um, you know, to uh to, to grow, I guess, uh, in all aspects of life. And so I, in identifying my why I knew that there was something more for me to seek and to find and to go after. And, um, you know, part of that was just a better life for my family and not, you know, not being in an environment, not having my kids grow up in an environment that was unhealthy. Um, and then just like, man, who are you, Shane Raymer? Like I really had this burning desire to know. And let me be very clear. I'm still finding out. Uh, I'm eight years in, I think almost it'll be eight years in September, you know, of, of no alcohol and, and uh, just on this new path. And every day I learn a little bit, something more about myself. And every day I learn from other people about, you know, about being, um, being a man, being a dad. Like I've said that a couple of times now, but those are the things that, I mean, you can, you can hear it. That's my why. Like I want to be the best version of myself that I can be. And I couldn't, and it, I couldn't do that while I was numbing myself out and drinking. And there's much more to it than that. Alcohol is not just the only problem. Obviously that was the, the beginning of it, but man, there's a lot of other underlining stuff there that I had to work through. But in order to work through that stuff, I needed to cut the alcohol out. So I hope that makes sense. That was a big why for me. What's your why? Identify your why. It's a good first step in a, a good tool um, when you first quit drinking. And if you need to, write it down. And we go over a lot of this stuff that we're going to talk about today in the men's 30-day uh, quit drinking dude course. So once again, sign up for that. Get that email when I when I push this out, uh, when the or I'll push the email out when the course is, is ready because we dive a lot deeper into some of the stuff um, that's on this list today. Um, number two, an accountability partner or a group. Man, I can't stress the importance of this. We had our mastermind group meeting this morning. There's seven of us, seven dudes, all different backgrounds. Some of us knew each other before. Some of us didn't. And the accountability aspect of it is huge. I'll give you an example. Um, Cash has been wanting me to take him fishing. And, um, in, you know, there's 10 other things I needed to do Monday morning before work than go fishing, you know, but 
the only thing I needed to do that morning was go fishing. And I hope that makes makes some sense. And, you know, it, it was the best day, the best way to start the day. When I put Cash to bed that night, um, I, you know, I asked him if he had a great day. And he said, man, you know what my, the best part of the day was, dad? And I said, what? And he said, going fishing with my best buddy. And I said, man, I, like, it was amazing. And here's what I'm getting at. We set goals in this group, in the mastermind group. And one of my goals was to make sure that I took cash fishing because he'd been asking me and I'd been putting it off, you know, because I was too busy. I got this to do, that to do. Uh, part of the big reason that I that I made the effort and went was, of course, I wanted to go fishing. I, I of course, I wanted to do that. But like, it's easy for me to go, well, man, I got to get this done for work. I got to email that person back. I got to record this. I need to get this done, that done, and the other. And I'll get to fit. We're going to go fishing, bud. I promise. I, we're going to go. You know, that's what, and it's not, there's not any bad intentions there. It's just, man, life gets a hold of you sometimes. And the accountability piece with the group, because I don't want to go back to the group and say, I didn't take cash fishing. Like I want to be accountable. That's part of being a, a, a good human being. It's part of being a man in my eyes, being accountable, being in, having integrity, um, your word, you know, your word is your word. And so in any group setting, whether it's a church group, a mastermind group, a 12 step group, having a sponsor, a mentor, a friend that you can reach out to. Accountability is huge. So find an accountability partner, find a group. That's um, a huge one in some of the first things that'll help you quit. Um, Number three, support and encouragement. You need support and you need encouragement. Who are you hanging around? Let me ask you that. Who are the people, who are your five most people? That's a Jim Rohn quote. Um, John Lee Dumas, who was on the podcast a a few weeks back, a few episodes back. I recommend going and listening to that one again. Um, it, he mentions it a lot. It's one of his favorite quotes. It's in the, it's in his book and, um, it's, it, it comes up often. It, show me the five people you're hanging around and I'll show you what your future looks like. I think it's, there's, there's a couple of versions of it, but who is supporting you? Are you hanging around people that build you up and support you and encourage you? Or are you hanging around people that bring you down and don't have anything going for them and that aren't inspiring you, you know, and that are just still hanging out at bars and doing dumb shit? That's not going to work if you want to stay sober and quit drinking and find out who you are and get on a different path. So support and encouragement is huge. Absolutely huge. Um, find some people around you that can do that. Like for me, you know, I have a lot of people that that do that and I appreciate every single one of them. The first one I can think of is my own wife. She's like a professional encourager. <laughs> she and, and my son too, Cash definitely got that from Jess. I, I'm learning. I struggle with that sometimes, but I'm definitely getting better. It wasn't a, 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 or at least it wasn't a gift I recognized that God gave me, but he, man, he, God gave Jess the gift of encouragement, no doubt. And, um, when you have somebody like that in your life that can encourage you when you're down, when you're struggling, um, that's going to help get you through those times. We can't do this on our own. You know, it's, it's extremely difficult to do anything on our own. We need help. We need some coaching. We need some support, some encouragement. So find a group of people, find a person, find something, podcasts, videos, um, you know, a plethora of everything that can support and encourage you when you first quit drinking. Um, number four, the serenity prayer. And this is a good, this is a good one. And if you have an issue with prayer, just think of it as, um, not a prayer. I, I don't know how else to put it. So I, I had someone else told me why. Well, I can't remember who it was. I used to have a problem with the serenity prayer. And then what I did is I, I stopped thinking about it as a prayer and I just looked at the words and the meaning of it to me. So maybe if that helps, you can do that too, because it's powerful. 
And here's the serenity prayer. I used, I've used it so many times. I still use it till this day. Anytime I get in a spot where I'm feeling uneasy, I'm pissed off, I'm angry, I'm confused. I don't know which route to take. Here's, here's what I do. I, I just stop. I pause and I say the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. It's real simple. And maybe you can write that down, keep it on a little note on your phone, keep it on a, um, a you could laminate a card. I know that's, you know, that's doing a little work there. You know, I know we're, some of us are lazy asses. We'll just write it on our phone instead, but that old fashioned laminated card, put it in the wallet or your pocket or your purse or whatever, whatever it is that you, uh, you, you know, where you can see it, post it up, you know, maybe on your, on your bathroom mirror so you can see it and it's there and it's a reminder you know, grant me the serenity. Let me control the things I can control. It's huge. All right, we got two more. It's got a couple of minutes. Like I said, we're going to keep this a short one today and uh, we're going to get right on with our day. So hope this is encouraging for you. Hope there's a couple tips that you can pick up on. And even if you got a few years or a long time sober, I mean, these things are great to revisit and just to, as reminders to keep us in check and to keep us dialed in. And we all help each other no, no matter how much time we have. Um, number five is helping others. Who are you being of service to? You know, one of the great things that my sponsor buddy uh, has has taught me and has talks about often is, man, when you feel like shit, go help somebody who's feeling like shit. You feeling anxiety? Go help someone who's got anxiety. Man, are you are you are you really struggling to find a job? Well, go help somebody else who's trying to find a job. And it seems kind of counterintuitive, right? But it's actually not. It's actually biblical, and it's actually um, something that has worked every single time I've ever used it. You know, there's something about serving others and being of service and helping others that when we do that, our own needs get met in, in one way or another. And, um, and, and also man too, just being a good person, like don't, you know, just helping somebody, man, that's, it's great. It's such a great feeling. And it's not a, it's not an arrogant feeling of I helped you. And and here's here's the thing with that. Helping somebody and not feel not expecting anything in return. That's the other kind of piece to that. So it's not meaning that, yeah, I'm gonna go help you because I'm gonna get X, Y, and Z. That's not the that's not the point of it. It's helping somebody, serving genuinely because you want to do that. And in turn, God will provide, like straight up. Straight up. I mean, every it's it's amazing how that happens, and it's amazing how we feel when we can be of service and help somebody else. So, number six, the last and not least, I love this one: finding something you are excited about. Six tools to help you when you first quit drinking. Number six: find something you're excited about. What does this mean? It means exactly what it says. What excites you? Like what makes you pumped? And here's a little trick I've learned. Go back to what it was as a kid. What were you thinking as a kid? What what did you love to do as a kid? We start getting older and we start um you know, we we start having responsibilities and it can just be tough as grown men and we don't want to suck at things and so we stop trying new things, but we lose excitement. We got our monotonous nine to fives and there's just, you know, we're going about our day to day and then we get home and we just want to drink about it. You know, how many, how many of us know somebody like that or that was us that we were that person. 
And so when we find something that excites us, that we're passionate about, it helps to keep that fire going and it gives us a why. Back to number one, identifying your why. You know, a lot of my why today is doing the podcast. I love it. I love connecting with people. I love helping people. I love talking about, you know, staying sober and just life in general and all kinds of different aspects of life. There's a lot of stuff that I don't talk about on the podcast that I talk about in my private circles because it doesn't necessarily relate to recovery. But those are the things that fire me up and that I enjoy and that keep me going forward. So find something you're excited about. It doesn't mean you need to go start a podcast or you know, maybe it does. Maybe you do want to start a podcast, but that was exciting for me and it gave me a purpose. See, finding purpose is the other kind of caveat to that. And once again, we dive in that quite a bit in the Quit Drinking Dude course. So um, if you want that again, go to thatsoberguy.com. You can enter your email address there and then I'll shoot out a, a, a email as soon as that launches in just a few weeks. Um, man, six tools to help you when you first quit drinking. Let's go down the list one more time. And then we got about a minute. I'm going to wrap up identifying your why. Number one, number two, an accountability or a partner group uh, or a partner or a group accountability, sponsor, friend, um, group setting, mastermind group, anything, any group setting, any accountability partner. Number three, support and encouragement. So important. Number four, you can use the serenity prayer as a tool. Number five, helping others and being of service. And number six, find some shit you're excited about. What excites you? What do you want to jump into? What do you want to go suck at for a little bit and put the effort in and show up and get better at and grow? That's a good question to ask yourself too. I'm doing that uh, with surfing right now, actually. Always wanted to surf. Took me till I was 39 to first get on a surfboard. I still suck at it. I'm getting up though. I'm having fun. Getting my ass kicked a couple times too but I'm finding passion in that and something that excites me to go out and even get my ass kicked. And then that one wave that you do catch and you stand up on, it's just freaking amazing, you know? So I hope something spoke to you today. I appreciate you guys. Share the podcast with a friend. Check us out at thatsoberguy.com. Connect with us on Instagram at thatsoberguypodcast. And please join us on the locals, Sober Guy community. I'd love to see you there. Peace, love, and respect. Keep your blood clean. You're the